Now, whenever you think about self-control, I don't know about you, but you often think about the area where you're not so controlled in. Am I right? Tell me what it is. I'm joking. Some of you nearly did. You see, whatever it is, whether from our, you know, the words we say or our temper or our relationship with food or whatever it is, you've got to understand this. When we're thinking about the fruit of self-control, you've got to remember that it's a fruit of the Spirit. Yes, there's that part where you step in, self-control, but it's the fruit of a life with God. It's the end result of the many things that you do with God that he does in you, I should say, most importantly. And the end result is self-control. Are you with me? He is the source. Never forget that he's the source. And the main reason why we don't often bear more fruit in our life is because we've let little things come in. The thing is that when we are walking in more self-control, we can walk in a greater level of holiness. The two go together. And again, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. You see, we've got two natures, haven't we? The sinful nature, which is the old self. But we also have the new self. The Bible talks about the new self. What is that? When you're born again of the Spirit of God, when you say yes to Jesus, what he did on the cross comes to you through faith. You are born again into the family of God. But even though the Spirit resides within you, there are still things that we still have to say no to in our flesh. And in fact, when we read about the fruit of the Spirit, it's in the context of the fruit of the flesh. The flesh and the sinful nature mean the same thing. So you've got to remember that. And uh, I want to read this list to you. I want to read this scripture to you today. Galatians chapter 5, reading from verse 19. And what you're going to see here today, what I believe you'll get out of this message today, if you open up your heart to the Lord, if you let his word go deep in your heart today, you will be a different person. You will have tools to overcome that will help you in years to come. I promise you that. Galatians 5 from verse 19 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident. And this is not a nice list because of the works of the flesh, remember. But it's the word of God. I'm not going to dodge it. The works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and and these things. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. Next part. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. This, this, you've got to hear this part. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, 
envying one another. Let me just pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Holy Spirit, take what you want to say from your word today and move. Hallelujah. Amen. The thing is this. I mentioned that we have the two natures, but it's our choice and where we walk and how we walk, isn't it? The Bible is a book about choice, but our life is all about choices as well. We keep in step with the Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, that's what we're called to do. We're not under, we don't just simply have a book of rules telling us these things are wrong. We do, of course. That's what the law is for. We don't just have God saying these things are wrong. We have a God who says, let me help you. Hallelujah. How does he do that? When we're born again, we're changed, have a new nature, new desires. But those old desires still want to come back. And if we live in Christ, we crucify the sinful nature. That means we kill it and we leave it to die and become weaker and weaker over time. Are you with me? It's not necessarily dead yet. It's dying if we if we keep in step with the Spirit. Are you with me? This is deep stuff today. Hallelujah. <laughs> but we, some of us need this because we, we think, no, 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 this doesn't apply to me. But God, this is message about holiness today and, and being free. And I want you to be free. And God wants you to be free. It's your choice to walk in the darkness of the flesh, right? Or the light of the Spirit, it's your choice to be in the bondage of sin or the freedom of God. You know, if you see wrestlers, you know, they get together in the ring or whatever it is, and they try and push each other out. They try and dominate the other. The flesh and the spirit are at war, right, with each other. But it's your choice into which nature you invest in. Later on in Galatians 6, it talks about how if we sow to the flesh, we'll reap destruction. There's things that we do that the outcome is a destructive path, right? And even though it might start off as innocent, it becomes bondage over time. And, that, and you read that later on in Galatians 6, 8. If we sow to our own flesh, from our flesh will reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will reap from the Spirit eternal life. So we've got to sow to the right nature. We've got to invest in the right nature. Wrestlers make themselves strong through eating the right stuff and training we've got to eat the right stuff and train in godliness amen because if we're not by default we're training the sinful nature we're training the flesh just to have do whatever it wants are you with me because spiritual laziness brings about spiritual bondage and the flesh cannot be satisfied by the flesh you know right now this week you know there's all kinds of uh Things going on out there, isn't there? You know, Halloween? Yeah. And it's a celebration of the flesh. It's a kind of just letting go and you deserve it and whatever, right? But the flesh, you see, a brokenness inside cannot be fixed by fleshly ways. Only the Spirit can redeem us. Only the Spirit can bring us through these things that have entangled us. What does that old song say? I can't get no what? Ah, oh, you're showing your age now. <laughs> All right. 
I can't get no satisfaction. I know who sang it, but I wasn't born yet. In Christ, we have true freedom, and his freedom leads to greatness. Hallelujah. I often find myself in the book of Proverbs. I love the book of Proverbs. One of them always comes to mind when I think about self-control is, better is a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than, than the one who takes a city. Right? You might be the best military leader and everyone celebrate you for the victories that you have. Right? But if you can't have victory in here, because the victories out there come from the victories in here. Amen? Many people think they're great, they're free, and they look at you as a Christian withholding from these things, withholding from that dodgy joke in the office. Yeah, whatever it is. I don't know, just, just think about what that thing is. And they think you're the one, you're the one who's stiff and stubborn. I'm just keeping myself free. I'm just keeping myself in joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, before I worked for the church at all, I was volunteering for this church, and you know, and I worked in a workplace, and, and I think the subject of pornography came up, and they were just kind of asking me questions like, what are you into, Some, you know, that kind of weird thing. I was like, I don't watch it, I'm free from it. And it just, they couldn't get their head around. They couldn't get their head around it. I didn't go into my whole testimony about how I got free from it and all that kind of thing, but they, they just thought I was so strange. <laughs> I was like, I've got a beautiful wife, man. I don't need any of that. And, you know, and even having a beautiful wife doesn't save you from that, by the way. That's people think, oh, yeah, when I get, when I get married, then I'll have more self-control. I'm like, uh-uh. Get the self-control before you're married. Because that person's not going to fix the heart. You and God is what's going to fix the heart. Don't drag that into marriage and family. Come to God first. Get the inner victories, and the outer victories will come. I want to read another proverb. Like a city, this is Proverbs 25, 28. Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Like a city that's been, you know, the gate when it gets pushed down. Or like, pick a film, medieval film, and the enemies are coming through. Is a person who lacks self-control. Why? Because when you have lack of self-control, you've got open doors to the way to the flesh, but also the enemy as well. It's just, just simple as. So I don't want to open doors. You shouldn't want to open doors to what Jesus wants to, you to be free from. Are you with me? Self-control is the, is the lock. Amen? You know, like I said, this week, Halloween, people will celebrate all kinds of things and think they're free. Don't forget, on the list of the, the fruits of the flesh is sorcery. Why? Because sorcery and witchcraft, those things, it's a false grab for power. It's a false grab for manipulation, and, right? And it's whatever it is, it may seem innocent, but it becomes bondage. Just like, you know, alcohol, just like anything, the flesh loves these things, Right? I once heard someone say, we live in a body that likes to sin. And I think, you know what, maybe there's some truth in that. But it's not the body that's necessarily the, the thing. When it says the flesh, it doesn't mean simply your body. It's, it's, the, it's the, well, let me, let me go to the scripture. First John 2.16, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, desires of the eyes, the pride of life, 
is not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires are passing away, but the one who does the will of God remains forever. So there's the three things, right? The desires of the flesh, eyes, and the pride of life. Always the three temptations. Jesus had the three temptations, by the way, and they relate to these three. That's why when we read later on in Hebrews 4, he was tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. Because he's tempted in these three ways, right? But he overcame. And, he, and he, even though he was the God-man, he was God who became flesh. The complicated thing throughout the centuries of theology is, does, did Jesus have a sinful nature? And I would say, no, he doesn't. But nonetheless... He was tempted to go in a direction that would be easier than the cross. Are you with me? Likewise, we could be tempted in a way that is not the plan of God and, and other things could be calling us. So that's why we need to be renewed in our minds, transformed by the renewal of our minds, Romans 12. And that leads to the perfect will of God manifesting in our lives. Jesus is our example, but Jesus is not only our example. Jesus is the one who personally helps us. Amen. He actually helps. Jesus is in the fight. You need to hear this. Jesus is in the fight with you against sin. Sin is always against you. People hear us talking about sin like, you hate me. Like, no. Sin is, we love you. Sin is against you. Right? Sin is a, is a bondage to you. And if you have no control, if you don't have no desire to have control of those things, it will take control of you. However, in Christ, you struggle with those things and you have the grace to say no. You have the power. The grace of God isn't simply just to forgive you, it's to empower you to live righteously. And the Holy Spirit helps you in your weakness. Amen. Jesus said, Not my will be done, but but yours. Why? Because his body, the sense of self-preservation coming to the cross made him want to consider a different path. But he submitted to the Father. You know, sometimes the things of your flesh will be crying out to you. Submission to the Father is the answer. Amen? I want to read that Hebrews for it. It will come on the screen behind. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. This is Jesus but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Now here's the response. Are you ready? Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive, say receive, receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I don't know about you, but there's never a day I don't need Jesus. Hallelujah. There's never a day I don't need his grace to overcome the things that are calling my name. And I have been set free from that and in Jesus, right? And all of these things you've got to, Jesus, he overcame temptation through the word of God. You've got to do it as well. Amen. There's a, I can't say one thing that's going to, simply one thing that's going to simply help you get there. It's a life with God. It's many little things, many little steps and choices that will lead you to greater spiritual capacity and strength. Amen? Amen. And if you know you need him today, if you know you need to draw close to the throne of grace, I do, we all do. 
things are calling our name. A temptation for what? Apathy, perhaps. Temptation for any of these things. It's not just the things we do, it's the temptation to do the things, to not do the things we should do as well. Are you with me? That takes control. That takes discipline over your own soul. God wants to do a work in you. But remember, Jesus is not going to come and beat you with a stick. Jesus wants to help you. Jesus wants to overcome. If you struggle with alcohol, if you struggle with whatever it is, he will help you. He will. There's a ministry coming to this town, Teen Challenge. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. They're going to be setting up residence in Drayton, of all places. And they're going to be here. It's a ministry based around the fact that Jesus helps people get free from things that need the door closed. People, when they're in alcoholism, they feel like their control's gone. But it's the same with other sins as well. And it could be the same with your tongue. He says in the Word of God, who can control the tongue? But God can control the tongue. God can help you control the tongue. Why? Because he can deal with the heart that's connected to the tongue. And so you need to have a heart issue. It's the same, whatever it is, pride, whatever, whatever the central issue is, behind the outward expressions, behind the things that are putting you in bondage, he will help you. He is able to sympathize with you, and he will help you by his grace and his mercy. He will. You think, how? Just trust him. Just trust him and keep in step with the Spirit day by day. Should we just stand and pray just now and just draw close to the throne of grace? I know this is a strong, heavy word today, but I wouldn't be loving if I didn't tell you the truth. So, Thank you, Nigel. So let's just lift up our hands today. Just draw close to the throne of God. Lord, we come before your throne, Lord, in the day of need. Lord, and we ask you for mercy again. Lord, for where we've opened doors, Jesus, I pray, close doors in this place. Lord, for where we've let the flesh reign, Jesus, we crucify the flesh again today. Lord, for everyone held captive, Lord, by anything in this place, Lord, bring freedom, Lord. You are the high priest. You are the one who not only sympathizes, but you rescue and you save. Lord, bring freedom in this house today. Lord, I pray against any any blockages in this place today, let them be gone in the name of Jesus. Lord, let us be a people closing the door on sin again, closing the door on the things of evil. Jesus, make us holy again. Wash us clean, Lord. Lord, let us bear all of these fruits, these beautiful fruits of the Spirit. Lord, Lord, let us bear love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Lord, because that is what you want for us. That is your will for our life. Lord, so we just say, let us come, Lord. Let us receive mercy. We're just going to put a song in it.